starting. And action. <laughs> Certified freak. Seven days a week. What's another line? <laughs> Make that pull out game weak. <laughs> Would you say I, I ain't never lost a fight, but I'm... I ain't never lost that's my favorite. <laughs> I, I ain't never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beating. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna be completely yeah. honest with I'm you. I'm telling you. I've only listened and watched that video once. <laughs> oh, child, no, not me. I've been I am completely all honest on the choreography, with you. so yeah. I've watched the video, the um, the people doing the dances. I don't and care stuff if it's coronavirus it. or not. Y'all about to get this wop. Y'all about to see this wop. I'm on the TikTok dancing already. I sent you the boys. The, the TikTok, TikTok dancing on lock. Yes, he killed so, that. I'm here for it, and I know y'all are here for it too. Okay, so this uh, clearly this episode we're going to be talking about WAP. We're going to be talking about Kamala Harris. We're going to be talking about Lauren Hill. Yes. Uh, what's going on with R. Kelly right now? Oh, Jesus. Um, there are some projects coming soon that I'm really excited about. So I definitely want to talk Ooh. about those. Yeah, we got okay. it all here for y'all on Cold Pop. All right, let's get it started. Let's get it cracking. I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dingly thing that's swinging in the back of my throat. It's like that, so, that it, is poetry. It is so elementary, but like so good. That's verse. That is what that is. That's iambic pentameter. What did they say when Gushy was an onomatopoeia or yeah, something? I all said, of that. better teach the girls something. Come so, on. What's going on, well, everybody? Hey, listeners. We are back with a jump off. We took a little break, but now we back. Um, yes. Hope everyone is doing okay. Hope you guys didn't miss us too much. I got a lot of uh, calls and text. Oh, ain't no episodes What's this week. On? What's going on? What's hey, going what, on? Yeah, y'all ain't posting. Y'all ain't posting nothing late. No, Listen, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> it's just that's just what's going on. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy you know our, month. you know our, um, our uh, saying or our slogan is: "There's a lot going there's on. A lot going there's on. a lot going on. Always." We had a cra- it was an interesting week. Yes, yes, yes. Which is why we needed. A so break. we didn't. So we didn't do that. Um, we didn't record. No. We we got into it. We'll talk about it. Let's go on and get into our. We got um, into it. That's just so much. Weekend week weekly update. Okay, let's uh, get into it. Do you want to go first? Well, I mean, no. For me, I mean, the big thing is, is like, okay, I have now moved to this new. Um, and you know, agree, feel free to agree or disagree. You know, I feel I like I've moved to this like new level of running a, um, hotel. I run a, I run an Airbnb here. Um, and so like, I like to have Agreed. a lot of visitors coming in, out, staying with me, maybe for a couple of days, a night. Some are just maybe coming for a in. couple months. Some of them are just passing through. And so it's just like, I've been hosting like crazy. But the thing is, is that, like, you have the space. I definitely have the space, but I'm just saying, it's like, okay, yes, okay, you're coming in this week. Who's coming in? Like, I'm sorry that date is booked. 
Like it's just like okay, Trent, what I need is you to going go online on? and make a reservation that is yeah. booked already. It's like okay, I'm so I'm doing I feel like I'm doing a lot of hosting. You know I throw that big uh uh my brunch and beats. Yes. The, uh, uh, I love how you just threw a name to that. No, that was that, on the. That was no, not on the invitation. That was, was on, it? The invitation. It on the invitation. Yes, it was. Brunch it was, and beats. It was on the invitation. My brunch and beats. I feel like you stole it. Isn't there something called like art? Yes, I'm the not arts sure. and beats. I'm not sure. Thank That's, you, Majiki. Oh, okay, um, but that was an event that I had that I had going on. That was fun. Um, I definitely need to kind of create some kind of hotel visitation policy. Um, so if anyone has a word doc that they could forward me, I would greatly appreciate Not that. Not the word doc. I need some type of visitation policy about what, just to make sure I'm up to guidelines and that my business don't lose its license. So I guess the bigger question is, do you enjoy doing this? Is it starting to get on your nerves? Is it wearing no, you down? I, no, I love it. Like I love having different people here in the house because I can't go out and like right. go kiki and all of that stuff. Actually, I did get to go out this weekend, and it was a little bit, it was a little weird. I'll talk about that later. Okay. But I do enjoy having different people, and it's just being able to, like, connect with people. Are the health guidelines being met? All health guidelines. So, you ca- hello, you came in here, and you saw that there was hand sanitizer <laughs> Wait, Kim, at the entrance. Kim say, hello. <laughs> yeah, you saw that there was hello. hand sanitizer at the there entrance. Was. I, can, I, I actually, I can you know confirm. what? So, I just, I just you did. ran out, out of, of wipes. I am out of wipes, but I am going to replenish, so... Yeah. We are going okay. to be up to code. Okay. Do not come for us. We. Yes. I did. I just asked. I was merely asking. There was no coming. We have all kind of. You see the masks I available. I, I have do. about three or four different masks available. I can confirm. I have. Uh, there are gloves back in the office. Okay, you're doing a lot. So now. yes, I know. I have a pair of gloves in the office. I yes. So yeah, I am on. I'm on that now. One of the things that I'm not so excited about to talk about. Because I feel like, now that I think about it, it's actually kind of sad. I need to get out and do something. But I've been watching, like, a show a week. You you were talking about this and how you were auditioning shows. And, like, some shows didn't make the cut and some shows did. So I just got into Canada's Drag Race. Right. We talked about this the other day. And, like, um, I'm sold. I'm sold. Like I'm making my way down. Town, walking yeah. fast, faces pass, and I'm homebound. Yes. Um, and... Jimbo is homebound for first prize. I tell, I, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's it's a really good season of Drag Race. I'm telling you guys, you know what? I think that there might have been some hindrance that it, Drag Race wouldn't translate well because it had such a success with Thailand, but then UK was kind of like hmm. UK was good to me. I thought I UK like, was really good to I was me. Like, okay, it was all right. I think that there were some really great queens. I don't know if the season was great. I think the season was good. Okay. Um, for me, it wasn't that awesome, but I do like Canada. Canada is actually um, really, it's a really strong season. A really great snatch game. Yeah, okay. If you're looking for a good snatch game, because you know we haven't had a really good one in America since it's the shade rattle. season eight. I mean, like, come on. like, um, But no. Really good um, snatch game and some really good queens. So then let me ask you, out of Canada's Drag Race Season 12 and All-Stars 5, what's the better season? What was the better season? What is the better season since Canada's still happening? Yeah, I feel like Canada is still happening, but I am 
I honestly am probably going to have to go with season 12. Is the better season? Out of those three. Okay. Season 12 was just really good. Like, like Jada Essence Hall, that thing that you sent me on Instagram this week. She looks so um, So that good. was, what magazine was Attitude that with? Magazine. It was Yes. Attitude Magazine, Jada Essence Hall spread. Um, she's the newly crowned winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. The current uh, fucking reigning. Hello. She's doing, she did a, a spread in uh, Attitude Magazine, which is amazing. Top tier. That like the beads. Um, yes. That, that was just look. like, whoa. So the whole look. Yeah, you guys have to go and check her out and see what I'm talking about. But I think out of all of that season 12, okay, it was just good. It okay. was, to me, it was really good. That's fair. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, outside of that, just trying to get into a routine. Like, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Trying to get into a routine. I don't want to leave this time after whenever quarantine ends for me. I don't want to leave it and be like, I I didn't maximize it. Right. You know? And so, I at least want something new to come out of all of this. That's so, fair. So, yeah. I, I definitely think I am maximizing my time i am very proud of myself because i have uh submitted a project uh i don't really want to say what it is yet i want to have it be a surprise okay but i submitted a project uh to a company which is a big deal for me because it's taking me four years maybe five years to do um, and I'm also working okay. on a follow-up project to kind okay. of like expand a oh. little bit that, okay. I, that I'm really excited about. And like I have, I've been working on both simultaneously for the past five years and like, I, you know, just a little dab here and there, you know, it takes time, you know, you're, yeah. and when you're doing things like this. And so um, I'm, I'm trying to be very vague, obviously. Yeah, hello. I mean, very, very like, vague, but, about, but just I'm proud of that. Okay. The one thing I will say is I, out of quarantine, I think I am starting to see the cracks. Mm. Um, what I'm going to be completely honest. One of the reasons why we decided not to record last week is just because I just wasn't in the space to record like i have just been very stressed out very frustrated very very a lot of things about things happening with me but then also just things happening in the world yeah and like it's just a lot it's very overwhelming and you know to get on a pot any podcast or any platform and talk and have a good time and show your personality it takes a lot of energy out of you and when you're not up to doing that um don't want to do it yeah you don't want to do it and so thank you for uh letting me take a week off oh honey come and on, just cause... get my because i know i know you ready to replace me at Hello? the drop of a dime miss a step tonight you be frying fish tomorrow <laughs> right so i thank you for letting me take a week off but i'm back um i, I have a little bit come more back and get yourself together, together. <laughs> yes <laughs> what was that from precious yes oh, yeah gosh, we used to do that scene so yes. much um, but yeah, so thank you for that. I feel like I have a little bit more of a solid footing. Um, and it's baby steps, the day at a time, steps, sometimes yeah. a week at a time, sometimes a couple of hours at a time, mm-hmm. you know, but we're going to make it through. I am making sure that I take some time for myself each day or at least a couple of days out of the week to not do anything business related or work related and just focus on me yeah um and we're gonna get there we're yeah. gonna do it the blessing is you don't look like what you've been through 
I do not. Because thank you, you look good. Thanks. You got your Thanks. honey tips. And um, you know, I'm about to cut them off. I'm about to no, do a little no, no, trim. No, I really love it. I'm, it's time for a little tr- no, another trim. I, I think you should keep it um, so, for a little bit. I, I, I want to, tr- because it's still the dyed part of my hair, so I need to get rid of that. I'm so it's all my natural. Um, okay. Oh, the last thing you brought up. Let's discuss this real quick before we move into our next segment. What? We I... did get into a little bit. Oh. Not, it wasn't an argument. Girl. It wasn't a fight. It was a die. I like to call it a dialogue because there was no yelling. There was no cursing. There was no disrespect. It was very mature and it was a dialogue. Um, do we want to say what about or no, do we want to that? Think, okay. You know what? Because I don't know. No, I don't want to go through it anymore. <laughs> but we're again. I say all of this to say the one. The one thing I want to say is that again, I don't think of Trent as like a friend. Trent is family, and when you're family, there are going to be disagreements. There are yeah. going to be times where you butt heads, and that's fine. Yeah. But I think we've gotten. And co- please correct me if I'm wrong. And you know I will. But I think we've gotten to a point to where. We are both able to like say how we feel and talk through it maturely. And I feel like we did that. And you know what I mean? Sometimes it ends on a like, well, we'll just agree to disagree and we move on. Yeah. And that's that. What do you, I mean, do you agree or how was your thoughts? No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of how it left. But you know what? No, it was it was just once again like affirmation. Um, I think it was just for me affirmation and confirmation of how strong our friendship is and um, how much you know how much you mean to me as a person. Same. Um, and so it was Same. just it was yeah it was like okay no this is like a real real friendship this is not like some surface level superfluous oh we oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh, like no like you better use that is, word superfluous like it's not it's 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 real and so it was just like yeah. oh okay so um so no that was it was good it was funny because i feel like we haven't had something like that it's in been a while. while it has been a while um, it's been a really strong while and it may be a while again for something like um, that yeah which is up. fine um but it was it was just um confirmation of that anybody who knows me knows if i ever have a problem with anyone Expect a phone call from me. I don't do the subliminals. I don't do the text messages. I don't do the, oh, well, tell your friend so-and-so. You're going to hear from me direct. Right? Always, always. And forever. <laughs> always. Alyssa, forever. I was going to say that. Okay, let's move let's on to our, new se- to our next segment um, that we like to call Woo Chow. Um, I'm going to let you hit it off first because we're going to get into the weeds here a little bit. Okay, sounds good. I will go ahead and start things off. Uh, with Miss Lauren Hill, honey. Okay, so it could all be so simple. <laughs> you know what? And if it was, we wouldn't have this story right now. Mm-mm. Okay, so Lauren Hill's daughter, Cela Marley. Okay, Cela, who's the model? She's a model, um, and she's an artist as well. Okay, um, this is the she's the daughter of Lauren. And Rohan Marley. Who is the son of Bob Marley. Right, right. So, all right. She posted a video. uh, I mean, a pretty long video. It's almost like two hours. almost two hours. Okay. Yeah, two-hour video of her talking just a little bit about her experiences. But in said video, she starts to go into her childhood and talking about childhood traumatic experiences. And one of the things that she goes on to speak about briefly, but... I mean, it made quite an impact, was the abuse that she received, the childhood abuse that she received at the hands of Lauren Hill. 
Um, and so she goes, she talks a little bit about um, how her punishment was always, quote unquote, some slavery shit. Um, and saying that her, her, not only her, but also her siblings were sometimes beat with belts, with hands, like, like slaves. Um, I mean, I, okay. Okay, wait, wait, okay, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, before we get there. Okay. Okay? Okay. Because we don't, okay. So, um, so she goes and she kind of talks a little bit about that. Now, I think when people, when this dropped, everyone was basically kind of looking at Lauren Hill like, wait, what's going on? Right. Um, now, oh, this is also important to note. She did kind of like retract, like after she talked about that, she was like, she was like, my mom is an amazing woman, but obviously she didn't do everything right. Okay. Um, but she was like, you know, basically Lauren be telling her to like, go get the belt, like <laughs> go get the belt. Um, Lauren Hill goes into response and was basically like, uh, yeah, she got her ass beat. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's she, not funny. No, but... she like posted, it was a very long Facebook post. She made this very long Facebook post and talks about how she's always encouraged her children to speak out and talk right. about their experience and right. All that stuff. And she was like, um, yeah, she did get her ass beat. And she was like, I'm not, she was like, do I feel bad about it? Mm, no, not really. She was, okay, I'm paraphrasing here, but basically she was saying like, yeah, she was like, I'm not guilty of any type of child abuse. She was like, I'm guilty. She was like, what I am guilty of is disciplining my child. Okay. And she was like, was that discipline sometimes in anger? Maybe. Yeah, but she was like, I'm not guilty. She was like, that I might be guilty for disciplining in anger, but I'm not guilty for disciplining my child. Um, so when I read this, it was kind of just like, okay, boo-boo, this, this, that Hollywood life, <laughs> maybe your little white friends didn't get beat, but um, this, is, this is what it is. You have a black mama and a black daddy. It's a black household. So this is what happens. So I'm and I I know this is going to be controversial. We've talked. I don't. Yeah. I I. We do talked I about this, this. We talked about this season one episode two. I'm sure we we did. Uh, parenting. Yes. Oh, we did. We did. Yeah. Yes. Go. So go back and check out that episode. If but you can. I like before this has update. been like uh, yeah. It's it's real. So to be clear, um. I got beat and whooped as a child as well. Um, I got disciplined. I my parents had a it was a, it was a leather like or maybe it was a suede or a leather belt. I won't say a leather belt that was scotch taped together that they hung on the door, and that's what they used to whoop us. No, and I got that. So mine was the traditional belt with the gold plate that said my dad's name. <laughs> Shout out! Like that was like the belt. So. I, with all of that being said, like, I got whooped by my parents. I got whooped by my grandparents. They used to make me go outside and pick my own switch, tear the leaves off of it, and then they would tear my behind up. Now, in today's day and age, I understand to where there are a lot of folks out there who either look for alternative ways of discipline or don't necessarily condone physical punishment as a form of discipline. 
However, what I will say is in the black community, not yes. that this is even an excuse. Right. It is definitely a little bit more prevalent to yeah. have physical punishment. Yeah. And it's not necessarily... While technically, I guess you could consider that child abuse, I don't think I would look at it that way. So Lauren Hill goes on to talk about it in, you know, in this Facebook post that she did. She said, um, Sela got the, uh, the discipline that black children get. Yes. Because black children are held to a different standard. A higher standard. In this world. Yes. Um, just in terms of, like... Not only within the household, but how they are interacting with other, with, people. With other people. Yes, and I think that we can't lose that that piece and like why that's always been a part of like our history and and, and what it is. Like I think that you can make the stories and the cases for yes, this is kind of passed down from slavery and the mm-hmm. black man being beat and passing that on to the wife and the wife passing that on to the children or the dad passing that on to the children. Like, I think, yes, you can make the cases for all of those things, but um, I don't, and while it was also a part of my experience growing up, I got beat, you know, I got I got a whooping a few times. I got a few good whoopings. I got several. I was um, not the greatest child. So, I will, so, so it's I'll, part of, it's part of, uh, it's part of what we, it's, yeah, it's part of the experience to me. I think you hit the nail on the head. What I will say, I, there was so much expected of me as a child, a black child, um, and my siblings, you know. I grew up as a middle child, so I got to witness the mistakes that my brother made. Yeah. And I also got to make some mistakes of my own. And you improved upon it. Yeah, sometimes I didn't learn my lesson, and sometimes I did. But I think the, the whoopings that I remember the most are the ones that taught me something. And they were the ones that definitely... I, the, the, I remember them to this day because they were important life lessons. Um, do I think parents today could get away with that? No, because of yeah. just how Gen Z, Gen Zers are. <laughs> it's crazy that I can say that now. I feel so old. But I'm Gen Zers, honey. As for me, I've said this numerous times when I am a parent. Um... I won't just solely whip my child. There will be other forms of punishment, but a whooping is not out of the question. Okay, this is my question for you. Do you think it's healthy for a child to have some fear of their parents? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the one thing that I was made very clear of as a child is that my parents were not my friends. Yeah. They were I my think. parents. And they it's were, just important to establish. It that, was very important to establish hierarchy. that who's in charge of the girls. Yeah, and it was not me. <laughs> it was definitely not. It you, was not me, Miss Mama. They were in charge of the girls, and no. they made it known. And I honestly, it makes me appreciate them more now because as an adult, I am able to be friends with my parents. Right. Because I respect them for what they did for me as a child. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense no, or not. No, it makes sense. I can see that. So, I can get it. I, I while it. I, I, instead of, I, I will never say like, oh, I can, I don't condone that or, oh, I do condone that. I will say whatever parenting style fits you best, run with it. Go with it. Go with it. And don't be afraid to edit. 
Right. And don't be afraid to learn. You know, you will learn sometimes that some punishments are, don't work as effectively or some punishments. Because, I mean, there was a point in time, like, I remember the last time my mother tried to whip me and I looked at her and I was like, girl, I'm bigger than you. Like, this is, this is a no. It's a chop. It's a <laughs> like, chop. it's a chop. It's, That's a no. And it's a no for me. After that, that's when we had to transition to like, okay, we'll give you the keys to them car, to that car. Yeah. Or where you think you're going? Get your ass upstairs in that room. You ain't going nowhere. I don't so know if I had to get that. a lot of discipline like that. Now, come on. Like, let me just be very clear. I was... You were the last child, I was though, the so baby. Time, I'm the baby of the family. And I was, I mean, damn near close to perfect. Would you have four other siblings child. to learn from? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I mean, if you want to look at it like that. But, like, damn near perfect as a kid. I was the perfect kid. Okay. Um, and so... I will say that, yes, I had a, you know what I had? Mm-hmm. I had a smart mouth. That's the one thing you and I have in common. I, I had a very I had a smart mouth as well. Quick. I had a very quick it's mouth. It's very quick witted, like, come that back. Was like, like, oh, okay. Yeah, that like, got me in trouble a lot. Same. But, same. outside of that, like, behavior wise, you know, I was, I was a good kid. Um, but my mouth is what constantly got me in trouble. But that healthy fear, of your parents, I will never forget the one day I tried my dad, and Herbert Dud Jr. turned the living room into a WWE wrestling ring. Like, I will never forget. Okay, I'm gonna I'm show you better than I can I'll tell. I will never forget that day, and just like I just remember, like. Now it's funny now that I can kind it of is think of funny now. I can just yeah. remember I just remember like being on the ground and like tears just falling back. You know like when you're laying on the ground and those tears just like fall yeah. back to your ears. Yeah. That's what I like I do remember being put on my ass, on my back and like just tears just <laughs> falling cuz I like how did I get here? How did I get it to this It was the start point? of the movie. I bet you're wondering how I got here. Yeah. And I well, just remember those. I, I, go I back. Just, that's what I remember. I was like, because I was like, I can't breathe. And just like tears just falling into my ears. Like, so let me tell you. Okay. So let me tell you my story. This is the one moment that I, me and my brother still mess with my parents today about this story. So this is back when I was in. Second grade, I think my well, my brother's three years older than me, but he was two or four, maybe three or four grades because okay. of our birthday. So he was he okay. he was a younger kid in his class while yeah. I was an older kid in my class. Okay. And so I don't know, I was in second grade, so maybe he was in like fifth grade or something. And we lived in both this is when we first moved to bowling green. We lived in an apartment complex and um it was my mom. She was like in between jobs. So she was at home with us and it was just a rough day. And we had gotten into an argument with our mom and we're like, we tried to pull the white kid thing. And we were like, you don't love us. You don't take care of us. We ain't got to stay here anymore. <laughs> so we're leaving. Cute. And so we were like, we're leaving. And granted, this was right after I remember this to the day. May she rest in peace. It was this girl named Morgan Violi. She had just gotten kidnapped mm-hmm. in Bowling Green and like murdered. And it was just this it was this okay. huge story all over Bowling Green. And we were like, we're leaving. Like, we don't have to put up with this. We're out of here. So my brother and I 
decided to leave the house. No shoes, no nothing. This was in the summertime, but At like, you know. Impressionable ages. No of- nothing. And <laughs> I blame my brother for this, but we let, I remember it's as clear as day because our apartment, our apartment door, you walk out of our apartment door and it immediately goes to the sidewalk of the apartment complex. Me and my brother just decided to leave, left the door wide Y'all open. staged the walkout. We did. We staged the walkout. We got halfway down the sidewalk and we turn around my mother's outside with belt in hand just swinging it like you niggas gotta come back yeah and for us it didn't compute because we came back and yeah me and my brother talking today we were like we should have never came back it's like no the but box we came children back. yes this is what it been on the train right <laughs> So we came back. You remember the boxcar children? I do remember the boxcar children. children. All right. So we came back. Not only did she wear us out, but made it a point to tell our dad, because he was at work, and like this was around lunchtime, and you know, he didn't get off work till like five or whatever. So she whooped us, and then we had to sit there all day. We were both nervous as hell because Vic did not play. Yeah. Um, and this was back when both my parents were play. younger, Hello. so I know he don't play. they were like in their late 30s, so still very youthful and yeah. energetic. So we literally sat in fear all day. Vic came home, and honey, you want to talk about WWE, yeah. <laughs> WWF, like, I don't even, worn out. Like, I just remember playing his day, and like, me and my brother had separate rooms at the time, so he went to my brother first, Ooh. and wore him And you out. had to listen to And him. I had to listen to yeah. him. And I was just sitting, I was, you know how you like cry, because you're like you scared. Already know what's I was already crying, and I was like, please don't let, please. And then he came in my room, and closed the door, and it was on and popping. <laughs> on and popping. Mm. I mean, so it's, I mean, it's just a part of the experience. Does that make it right? No. no. But, ugh, I, I, I mean, I would be. I don't fault my parents for anything. I don't of either. That. And so, I mean, it's just, it's part, it's part of the story. So, Basically. shout out to Lauren Hill for being like, yes, I'm holding my kids to a certain <laughs> she said, standard. Yeah, they got their ass. Bang. She was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do it again. <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Moving on. Let's talk about what everybody and their mama is talking about. Mm, uh, excuse me. Um, Child, I've seen Vice President candidate Kamala Kamala Harris. Harris okay. Um, Joe Biden finally picked a vice presidential yes. candidate, and it is Kamala Harris. Come on, Kamala. What are your first impressions? First off, I mean. Okay, so you knew it was funny because the same that day. day I put in the group chat, our, my friend group chat. I was like, y'all, I'm tired of Joe Biden. When is he <laughs> going to announce this nominee? And you know what? I feel very proud of myself because what did I say? It was like, oh, it's coming soon. Or I something. said it's either going to happen today or yeah. in the next week. And then and boom, so it happened today. It was like, it was like, yeah, I was like, you know, he's been... Egging us on. I said, he'd been basically playing guess who. He was like, does your vice presidential candidate have a mustache? No. (laughs) Is it a woman? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is Is she a woman of color? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is it Stacey Abrams? No. Like, okay. All right. All right. Go back. Um, So, yeah. Basically been playing uh, guess who. And I'm like, who is it going to be? 
Um, I'm very excited. I thought the uh, their initial meeting and uh, address to the country was mm-hmm. done very well. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's historic. It is. It it's is. Historic. I, child, I don't seen so much pink and green. Honey, the the K's have been out. Out, okay. O W T already out. Showing out. Yeah. So, I love it. So, what I would implore is everyone, please, instead of regurgitating facts and things that you hear, go and do your own research. Yes, there may still be some things that you know she should definitely be held accountable for, but come on. At this point in time, I think Ava Duvernay, Ava Duvernay said it best in her post. I'm just no longer taking the the what about isms and yeah. what about this and what about that, especially when you don't have a plan, uh, uh, you know, to Hello. fix anything, yeah. you know. And this this mass radicalism that also doesn't sit well with me either. But again, I don't want to go into specifics because again, everyone is allowed to be mad. You're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to you know hold people accountable for their actions and things that they've done in the past. But I also want to make sure that you're paying attention to the things that they're doing now. Right. Um, her record in the Senate is a huge 180 from anything she's done in California. Yeah. You know, and that's what we're paying attention to. That's what I think we, we should focus on. And again, it's also very responsible to do your civic duty to make sure that you go out and vote. Okay. There is no other reason not no, to. Yeah. It is less than a hundred days to this thing. It's like what Pat, less than eighty days so away. So we, ha- I mean, y'all, we really have to sit. Show There's up and show no out. excuse to not vote, and I'm. I don't want to see any of these. Can we normalize? There, there was some somebody on Twitter stated, "Can we normalize not shaming people for not wanting to vote?" And it's like, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, we cannot normalize that because it is your right. It yeah. is your responsibility to vote. I tell anyone, before I have any political conversation with anyone, I ask, did you vote? If you did not vote, I, that's the end of the conversation for me. Yeah. We don't have anything to talk about. Because if you are not exercising your right, then you don't have anything to say to me. Yeah. Uh, and even if, like, this is what I will also say, too. Like, while we're on voting... Even if you're not voting for president, go vote for the local, local stuff. Yes, they're like, just as important. It is, if if not more so. Yes. Like, like okay, you might not want to vote for president, but you need to be going and voting for who's going to be running your city and making policy changes um, and bringing about new things to implement. Like, you need to be locked into that. So, if it's not for president, you still need to be exercising your right to vote. And to be completely honest with you, I think voting for representatives and senators is more important than voting for the president. Right. Because those, those are, are the, the ones that have representing your interests. Absolutely. And those are the people who actually make the decisions in Congress and vote bills and pass laws. And yes, presidents can do executive orders, but as we know right now, a lot some executive order some executive orders that presidents make they don't have the authority to make so just keep that in mind do your research again hold them accountable hold them accountable change does not happen overnight it's unrealistic it's it's a it's a fragment of the society that we live in as far as instant gratification is concerned and i think we need to understand that things do not happen overnight change does not happen overnight certainly and this whole argument about incrementalism, save it. 
And the, the, half of the reason why is because there's no plan forward beyond we've got to do mass radical change, but then there's no plan after that. Well, what does that consist mm-hmm. of? What does that entail? How long does it take? What is the first step? What is the process like? What do you replace it with? You know, when you start getting into the weeds, you can't. People can't answer those questions. Right. And so, like, it's they don't it's, have those things. It's together. very grandeur and fantastical to say that. Yes, you love this word fantastical, but is it realistic? But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I think you get what I'm saying. No, I totally understand what you're saying, and I feel like that people we because we live in such an instant gratification instant everything yes instant gratification society Everyone feels like they're entitled like, to like have it's just like everything what, what even is with happening. the vp candidate so like yeah like where is it want, like Hello, wanted me. joe like like come on because so, that's what we've um, been um what is the word i'm looking for that's what we've been uh normalized that's what we've grown to. accustomed to yeah and it's like um my friend brought up a really good point though about why he didn't announce Kamala as um, soon. Why? Because he they wanted to kind of take as much of the heat off. Because the last time he brought it back to Sarah Palin, oh, and when yeah. Sarah Palin was announced, they I mean just the media. Oh gosh, they dug into and her. People, and yeah. So kind of like looking at that, I thought that that was a really strong point of like that was a smart move on Biden's part to kind of wait um, to actually announce. And, and somebody that, it, because you know what? They had that leisure because they weren't necessarily introducing someone brand new. Right. You know? We like, already knew who she was. I love Hillary Clinton. I didn't know who Tim Kaine was. Yeah, that was a mistake. That was a I huge didn't know who mistake. That man, <laughs> I was like, Kiki, uh, sorry to this man. Hey, what uh, is Tim Kaine doing now? I don't even know who this man is. Right. <laughs> um, I'm like, who? Who is this? Sorry to this man. I, 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 the one last thing I want to say is I think the other reason why it was very important for his team to wait is because, again, we have an administration where they say what they feel in the moment and yeah. it's very instant. And this is kind of like, whoa, you're going to have to wait. Like, be patient. Like, we need to understand that patience is normal. You know, you shouldn't be getting information right after it happens. Yeah. From the president. Now, do you think that that is going to? Do you think that that's going to be a difficult trans difficult transition for Americans? Absolutely. They don't have that direct line. Absolutely. Okay. Because I th- I feel like right now everyone like, lives oh, off it. of oh, Donald tweeted this today, yeah. so we have something to run with. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be not, it would be very interesting. It's not so high profile. Profile. Mm. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Okay. All right. I think we should go ahead and close this one out. I feel like we've ran pretty long. Okay. So, um, with that being said, thank you for listening to Woo Child, and let's take a break. All righty, and we are back. We're back. So we're black. black. Guess who's black in the house? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I feel like you know what? Shout out to sibling rivalry. It's truly one of my favorite it podcasts. Is. If anyone is looking for a really good podcast, I want to take this time to do a quick commercial for sibling rivalry. They're not, uh-uh. And they're Bob, not paying us Bob either. Drag Queen no thanks. And Monet Exchange. <laughs> they're and you're not paying listening us to either. Sibling rivalry. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. 
Uh, so we're going to do for this week's spill segment is something that I've actually been thinking about quite a bit over the past month or so. And so I wanted to kind of bring it to the table. You know, oh, side note, we need to think of side like note. a name for our listeners. You know how everybody has like a fan name? Mm-hmm. We need to come up. What is What are our fans called? What do we call them? So keep that. Well, I'm just going to put that out there on the table. I want you to think about that because, you know, you're the name. Poppies. Girl. No. Try again. It's the poppies. It's the child. What's up, poppy? We're calling them no. What's up, poppies? <laughs> hey, hotties. Um, no, just think about it. Just think about it. We'll come back poppies. to it. But in this week's spill segment, I wanted to talk about purpose. I wanted to talk about okay. what you think your purpose is. Purpose driven life. And if it's something that you've thought ever thought about. And so, um, first off, I want to ask you. Do you know what your purpose is? Or have you discovered what you think your purpose is? No. I don't think I've just actually discovered what my purpose is. I think I have an inkling about what my purpose is. Same. I agree. I think I, I, yeah. I think I feel like I know what my purpose is, but I'm not confident if that is my purpose or not. What I'm thinking is I don't I'm not sure of exactly what the medium that this purpose will be um realized, become fully realized. Okay. Um so that's more so what I think. So let's get into it. What is What do you think your purpose is? Uh, I think that my purpose is to um, entertain the masses, influence pop culture. I think, I really do think that. I really think that that's what I've been put on the earth to do. Um, And I think that, yeah, I think that that is one um, purpose that I have. Do you think... Do I have more than one purpose? Yes. Okay, what are the other purposes? I think I'm also put on this earth to be a father. Okay, those... Okay, that's fair. To help children. Yes, that's fair. To get back to elevate my community, like that is a purpose. Mm -hmm. To get back to the community that I was, you know, raised in and, and was brought up in, like... Yeah, I have multiple. I don't do I have one sole destiny that like thing I'm supposed to do? I don't know that I don't know if that's the case. I just think I have a lot of different purposes. But is there one purpose that when I say your sole purpose, the one there might be you may have a sole purpose that's your umbrella and you have other things that fit inside of that umbrella. Okay. But what is your sole purpose as far as the makeup of your umbrella? Well, see, if I answer that, then I'm, I'm going to sound very, um, as you like to call me, pageant queen, pageant into. Well, no, go for it. This is a safe space. I don't know. I mean, this, no, because what comes to my head is very, I mean, my purpose is basically to help leave the world better than I left it. That's very fair. Like, that is what my purpose is, is like to bring about something or bring about change that helps you know, continue um, that that helps continue the um, legacy that helps continue the continuum. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> Today's keyword is continue. continue. And yours is fantasticize. No, fantastical. Fantastical. <laughs> but I like I, I, I like fantasticize too, honey. Um, okay. So, thinking about this, I think that my purpose 
is to provide a platform to tell other people's stories. Okay. Um, I've been very good at that in the past, and it's something that I want to continue. I think that there are a lot of subgroups and communities who don't have the megaphone that a lot of other people do. And I want to be able to tell not only fun, but heart-stringing and emotional and informational and educational and adventure-oriented stories. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to tell people stories of people who are doing things, like you said, to help leave the world a better place, but don't have the platform for the masses to see that. Okay. That's what I feel like my purpose, in, in, in a form of media. Yeah. That's what I feel like that my purpose is. I've, I've always had this, this, I've always been interested and curious about what people do, how they do it, how they get up every morning and do what they do. Mm-hmm. And I think that I feel really strongly about that. Um, and I think, excuse me. And so I think that's what my purpose is. Uh, the next question I have for you from between now and when you first started about between now and when you first started thinking about what your purpose may be in life or before someone started questioning you about that, has it changed? Has your purpose changed? I don't know if it changed or if it's become just more realized. Like I said, I think when I think you kind of think about like, Oh, what is that one soul thing? And it's just kind of like, for me, my thinking has been like, okay, what else? Like, I have many purposes. Like, that's what I've started to kind. Of, it's that's what's developed, and I, so it's not necessarily changed, but it's become more developed, and it's mm-hmm. been added to. Um, so yeah, in some respects, change. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, it has changed, I guess, but not in the sense that like. Not in the sense that it's like, oh, I'm going now with something completely different. Mm-hmm. Not in that sense. It's just evolved. It's just evolved. And, you know, when I think about what... I remember a teacher... There's always that one Telling teacher. me a long time ago that, like, I was going to, like, change the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't... You know what? It's, it was weird because that that like that one phrase stuck with me. All you need is that one person to ignite the flame. Yeah. To it was get just you like on you, your journey. And I was a little kid. Like mm-hmm. I was a little kid and she was just like you are going to change the world. and it like to it's never left. Shout out to Laura Freeman. Hey, Laura. Hey, Miss Freeman. <laughs> She's like, you're going to change the world. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you want to know, I have two people, actually, now that you say that. And it's so funny. So back in college, I think that's when I was still, um, so I guess, blah, 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 let me even rewind a little bit more. In high school, I was told that, oh, you're you're really good at public speaking. Mm-hmm. Like let's have you let's have you host this. Let's have you lead the pep rallies. Let's have you do as I did all of those things. You know, let's have you oh, 
you can be our spokesperson. And then as I got to college, that only grew more. But the moment I knew that I was like, okay, I think I'm actually really good at this. Um, and our broadcast department and in the media department, um, Mass media. You remember mass media? Mass murder. I think they call it something different now, don't they? Mass murder. But it used to be called mammoth. The mass mass media technology. Don't act hall. like don't don't not acknowledge my mass murder reference. I'm not acknowledging. We definitely used to call that. We did it back in the day. We did. But no, there's a teacher. His name was James Laterno. But oh, we, I had Professor Laterno. But we called him Glasses. Jim Laterno. Glasses. He was an Italian. Round. Yes. Yes, I had him for uh, Journalism 202. Everyone hated him. Child. He was a hard ass. He was tough. He was very direct, straight to the point. Blue eyes. Yes. White hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everyone hated him. Like, there were even rumors like, oh, you're in the broadcast department? Watch out for James Lutz and Jim Laterno. <laughs> and I was I do so nervous. I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm about to get into, but I know that my high school has told me, you know, people in my high school have told me that I am good at this, so there's no turning back. Jim and I hit it off. And, like, I don't, I don't remember the last time I talked to him, but, you know... As, as a freshman and a sophomore, when you come in, you know, the teachers or the professors are always hard-ass. You know, they're trying to set a, set a standard, set an example, and it's, yeah. like, very hard. But very quickly, I think he knew what I was starting to know that, oh, this boy is really good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was producing. Like, I was giving – I was producing good content. I was okay, giving Roland good content. Okay, Roland Ray, it's given. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was giving it to you. I was giving you stuff, you know? And, like, you know, WKU, we had um, a newscast and yep. stuff like that. And It's a very strong program. Jim actually became a mentor of mine and was like, hey, this is really good. Here's what you need to do to make this better. And like, I think what he admired in me was the fact that I listened, that I took his advice and like actually put it into work. And I think what I admired about him was the fact that he was direct and there was no mm-hmm. bullshit. Was very direct. It was, there was no around the bush. What he wanted was what he wanted. And I could, as you know, I could really identify with that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm here for this. Like, there's no games being played. Him, and at the end of, I'm sorry, this is very long-winded, Child. but also at the end of my college career, Tracy Moore. Shout out to Professor Moore. Yes. Hey, Tracy. I don't know if Tracy listens to this you know podcast. she listens to the show faithfully. I love Tracy. She's dope. Tracy saw something in me that I did not see in myself because when I made the transition over to the theater department, I was very hesitant about it. You know this. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Because there were, I was already late. I came in as like a You're junior, late, so like and everybody already had already queen. been in there for I was freshman. A queen. <laughs> Every you, like you had already been, been in there queen. from freshman year. I was a very late comer to the program, but Tracy saw something in me and was like, "Hey, you're good at this." I want you to. They need an extra person for once on this island. Somebody had to drop out. You've only got a week Antoine. to learn the entire show. Antoine dropped out. Yes. You've got a week. I think Antoine's aunt or someone had died. Uh, he had to yeah. Like leave. Yeah, somebody passed away. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I think you can actually do this. I think you can learn this entire you show in a in. week. And I did. And like she pushed me, but she also kind of helped nurture me. 
and like getting me to a point to where I was confident in myself, especially in my acting. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate Tracy so much for that because she was a huge cheerleader for me, mm-hmm. especially being a black, um, unknowingly gay kid. She knew. And con- she probably- Tracy knew. <laughs> and you know Tracy what? what she up. definitely did. <laughs> she said, oh, okay. She huh? definitely did. And oh, then when okay. she found out that you and I were friends, she, she was like, like oh, oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh yeah. She's like, that's family. Okay. She was like, how do you know Trent? I was like, oh, Trent is my good Judy. Like we play, we're just like fraternity. You didn't say Judy. You I did not say. You said Judy. roommate. She was like, uh. Oh okay. Girl. She said sure. I was like, like, okay. Shout out to the girls. Right. Um. But, shout out to Tracy Moore. Yeah. No, super special. I loved her. I d- that was not my experience with Professor Letourneau. Okay. Um, as for a lot of people, I think he was very selective. Honey, he got me together. I'm sure he did several times <laughs> um, about my tardiness, and that's a common theme with you. Um, but yeah, no, it's um that is that is a very important piece of like how people instill certain things. Yeah, it kind of it 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 either invokes something or opens up something that you didn't know that was there that kind of helps like shine the light. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on that so and it just goes to show you that you know as long as you have a a group or a family or a team that is constantly encouraging you anything is possible um, i'm still trying to realize that today yeah um the last question i had in this segment is do you think that you are doing everything that you can to fulfill your purpose at this point in time? It's a very pointed question, Marcus. It no, is. you know that I'm not. So this was a very pointed question that Marcus has put in to try to get me to help invigorate, open up something in me. Absolutely. Um, I think that, you know what, when you kind of, um, you you have, for me, it's in the back of my mind knowing that like, oh, I think I was actually created to be doing something else in this world. But then there's like, you know, societal pressures and other things. It's that easy to lose about. track of your purpose. That, yeah, that it's you like lose, lose track, track and maybe kind of like, okay, well, Veer this is course. something I'm still going to pursue on the side. And it's just like, you can't, that's not something that you oh, can you pursue put it on off. the side. Yeah, like your purpose is not something that you should just be like, oh, when I get to it, like, that's not it. But in the same breath, am I doing everything that I can? Absolutely not. Um, I think that there was a moment where there was some fire going and there was some excitement going and then kind of um, post-COVID, it started to kind of take more of a turn. So, um, Well, not post-COVID, during COVID. During COVID, because we're not, we're we're not out. No, we're, we're not post. out of the woods yet, Taylor Swift. Right. Um, are you out of the woods? Are you out of the woods? So, I know that song. I think, yeah, no. To answer your question, no, I'm not doing everything. Um... And there are definitely things that I should be doing that I'm not. So okay. I need to think about that. I I encourage you to, I you know, I'm always encouraging you on Trent, Trenton's goals that you have on the wall here. I always encourage, you know, I'm the first one. Because I, I agree. I agree with your sentiments. I think that entertainment-wise, if you were to really put in the effort in either a Broadway or a, an actor esque mm-hmm. type platform, that you would be amazing. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I, I say this to you all the time: is that I think that you have this relatability and 
energy about you that like just reads really well on camera mm. and like reads really well on stage more specifically. Okay. I think if you, if you, and obviously you won't be able to see this now because Trent has not been on stage in a very long time, but like if you've ever had the chance to see Trent on stage in a production, it's a, it's a moment. It is lights, camera, action. It's a moment. And like it's the same with me. Like I, I, I kind of took some pointer cues from Trent. I was like, yes. Like when you hit that stage, you have to fucking light up. Yeah. Because that is the only way that you're going to capture anybody's attention, and you do that effortlessly. And I will consistently and continually push you to no, find your way that. back to the stage at some point. I appreciate. That. So I'll get there. That's all I'll say. Okay, let's take another break. When we come back, we're going to do a quick round of Fizz or Flat. And we got some good ones. We do. So we'll be back. Bye. And we are back. Hello. You are listening to Cold Pop, and it is time for our signature segment entitled Fizz or Flat. Yes. This is where we get to go over the biggest moments in pop culture this past week, and we rate them a fizz if, if we're feeling them, or flat if we're not. Okay, Marcus, what do you have up first? So my first thing I want to give a flat to is Netflix allowing the creators of Avatar The Last Airbender to drop out of the live-action remake of the series. We all know how the last Airbender movie, the M. Night Shyamalan, turned out without the creators involved. It was trash, mama. It was garbage. Okay. I am very nervous to see how this is going to turn out now that the creators... I don't know all of the details. We probably will never know all of the details of why the creators dropped out. But I was so excited that they were involved because they were going to do it correct you feel that way i feel that way okay but now that they're not involved i am very nervous and i say just cancel the whole give thing. it to the game of throne boys absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not no that is the last thing i want to do okay so no so i give, give that them. a flat because i am very i was so excited a lot of people were extremely excited when they found out that the original creators were going to be involved back. in the live action version yeah and now that they, they basically they said after two years of development blase blase we've this decided work. that we're going to leave the production of due to creative differences Oof. and i just don't understand for the life of me give them what they want like yeah Avatar has been Netflix's one of Netflix's highest rated um, shows on the platform. Spending what I, th- I said this in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. I think they spent fifty seven weeks. Avatar spent fifty seven weeks in the top ten on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like that's a record. I think only um, Ozark has come close to them. Ozark is strong. Yeah. So I'm very disappointed in this, and like. I'm very nervous that this is not going to be done well and it's going to further tarnish the Avatar Last Airbender brand. So it's a flat for me. Yeah. I'm going to give it a flat. I don't know much about it, but I could see just how tight you are about it. And so... Very tight. I'm like, okay, this is not... Yeah. This probably is not good. So bring back whoever they need to for these Airbender people so they can get their live <laughs> action. Airbender people. <laughs> okay. Okay, what you got? So up for me, this is... You know what? This is a story of success and what it means to stick to your purpose. Okay? The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is getting a reboot. Okay? Potentially. Not confirmed because they they're shopping it around. 
Well, I mean, hello. This but Will Smith is, is involved, he's so Will Smith has signed on yes. to executive produce. So they're going to find a place. A dramatic reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I don't know if any of you saw around last year there yeah. was a trailer for this reboot, said reboot, um, that kind of gave a very, a little bit darker, more dramatic take on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the popular dramatic. sitcom that Will Smith starred in back in the 90s. Um, Morgan Cooper, who created this, and it was kind of the brainchild of, the, Shout out to of this, um, kind of, you know, put it out there on YouTube. And it, I mean, in that past year, it's raked over 5 million views. Uh, so you can go check it out right now. The, it's uh, going to be the drama right now. The working title is called Bel Air, and Morgan is also going to be a writer. One of right, the right, writers. and the writer. So um, who else is going to be? Uh, he, uh, also going to be directing the project. But then these are the other people that have already attached their names to it. So we have Will Smith, Quincy Jones, Benny Bandina. Okay. Oh, and then also the original series creators, Andy and Susan Burowitz. So apparently, also this this was very cryptic. So I don't know if she's involved, but Natasha Rothwell tweeted something and it was like she probably is. She was like, I can confirm this is true, and everybody's like, Sis, are you involved? Like, she probably is. And so I hope that she is involved in this as well. She's probably heading up writing team or something like that with Morgan. I hope so. She's, I mean, she's super great. She's um, very talented. Natasha Rothwell. Rothwell from Insecure. She plays Kelly on Insecure. Um, but so this is super exciting. But I do think it's a testament of like Morgan Cooper putting it out there, and then it you know it gained the momentum, and now it's it's going to become. So they are shopping it to a couple of different places. I've heard HBO Max is one Netflix. of the places. So I mean. We'll uh, see exactly yeah. where it lands, but I'm really excited about this and kind of like a new take, not something that's trying to redo what's already been done, but yeah. you know, giving us a brand new take on it. Yeah. Um, and it's going to re it's going to be re more reflective of what's going on in today's society. Society. It's so. a fizz for me. Definitely a fizz for me as well. Um, just a quick fizz. Also, Chrissy Teigen, John Legend are expecting their third child. Yes, they debuted the announcement in John's latest video. Out. I love it. Um, John and Chrissy are in the top five of my favorite celebrity couples. So <laughs> okay. I absolutely am excited and happy for them. But just wanted to give a quick shout out to them, and it's a fizz for me. Yes, yes. Okay. Them beautiful babies. Come on, them babies. Them babies. Um. Oh, speaking of. Guess who has a TikTok? Who? <laughs> uh, Morocco. Oh, Cannon. really? Yes. Interesting. He had a TikTok. I don't know if he still has it because I tried to follow him. <laughs> of course you did. Okay, clearly, like, so he, you have to go and check out this kid's TikTok. Some of the videos are already posted to YouTube because um, they're like, oh, he's not supposed to have this, you know. Y'all better tell let Mariah know that this baby got a uh, TikTok because he's not supposed to have it. And he was, <laughs> so he did man. he did a live to tell people he was like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know the relationship I have with me and my mom. Meanwhile, this kid is like eight years old. I was just saying, how old he is he? Is, now? Like eight. He's a baby. He's a child. Nick, get your kids, Mariah. Okay. And then they were like, oh, get your mom on TikTok. They were telling him to get his mom on TikTok. <laughs> he was like, mom, they want to see you on TikTok. And she was like, tell them I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, you know, it was cute. But, no, um, oh, really excited. 
<laughs> them babies yes. Moroccan and Monroe. About them babies. And congratulations to John and Chrissy. It is a fizz for me. Okay, what else you got? Okay, so it was just announced earlier this week that Jill Scott is signed on to star in a biographical film of Mahalia Jackson, the famous gospel singer. It's a fizz for me. I'm really excited She's about this. Kill this. She's going to do extremely well. She's absolutely um, going to kill this. Now, what I have learned from Deadline, Deadline.com, is that there are actually two Mahalia Jackson projects in motion right now. Oh. Yeah, so there's this one that Jill Scott has signed on, but then there's also one through Lifetime. So, oh, with Danielle Brooks. So based on the excitement and I think the success saw that. of the Clark sisters... This yeah. project is also starting to gain some momentum, yeah. um, which is very interesting because Mahalia Jackson is a famous gospel singer who's you know now who's who's now been gone for a number of decades, right? It's just funny that we're getting her story now, um, but still the same. I'm really excited about it. Let me share with you a couple of people who are signed on as of today, okay? Um, and I think that there might be some more that we hear about, but. Jamie Foxx is going to be brought on, um, I think, in almost a producer role. Um, for the movie or for, the show? For the, um, for the movie. Okay. So for Mahalia, the movie with Jill Scott. Okay. He's going to be on as an executive producer, as well as Queen Latifah, um, who is going to be brought on as um, executive producer as well. So this is very interesting because this is the second time this has happened because Aretha Franklin has also gotten two projects, a TV thingy and a movie, um, which is very interesting. Although, while I know, we all know by now that Aretha handpicked Jennifer Hudson to play her, I kind of see both Jill Scott and Danielle Brooks doing a really good job in this role. I hope. I um they can both act, they can both sing. They have a little bit different personality wise. Yeah, it's a little different. I don't know. I mean we'll see. I re- I mean, I I'm excited to yeah. Yeah, to I'm not mad happens. at either of those. So now Cynthia Erivo is a Rita Franklin. Maybe not so much. Yeah. I I have no clue what that was about. I don't either. But we all know Aretha told us that um, beautiful gowns that Halle Berry was gonna should have played her. <laughs> that and you know that's what she said. Fantastical. She said Fantastical she thought Halle thinking. Berry would be good. Fantastical thinking. Um, oh, I give this a fizz. It's a fizz for me as well. Uh, one of the things that everyone is talking about. If you have not had a chance to watch P Valley. On Star, I have heard a lot about that. I've been seeing a lot of clips. Very, very interesting. I watched the first two episodes. Um, while I will not be continuing on with this, oh no, with this series. Um, it is. I definitely say give it a watch because it's it's very, <laughs> it's very interesting. It give me the feel. Is it more like the shot or is it more like Empire? It's more. It's a. I would say it's a cross between Empire and Days of Our Lives. Like, it is definitely giving me, like, soap opera vibes, but, like, with Empire drama. Okay. What I will say is the performances, the um, the exotic dancers, the girls, yeah. killed. 
Like, there's this one girl who goes by the name of Mississippi in the show. Honey, her pole routine, mouth was wide open. And then Mercedes's pole routine. Mouth wide open. Like, the girls, I don't know if, like, they were required to, like, do pole training or if these girls are actual exotic dancers turned actors. Mm -hmm. But, honey, the pole routines are out of this world. Like, there was one instance where... Do you remember when, um, back in, like, maybe last, definitely last year, where the, the exotic dancer fell from the pole On and her broke face. her jaw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a scene in, like, the second episode where this character, Mercedes, um, climbs up the pole and, like, does these tricks. And it looks like she's going to fall. But then she catches, like, it was, I, my heart dropped because I was like, oh, shit, she's going to yeah. fall. But, like, it was all part of, Have like, the routine. Have you ever been to, like, a Magic City King of Absolutely. Diamonds? Okay. Absolutely. Like, but part of the routine, like, she made it look like she was going to fall. And then the last minute, she caught her legs and did, like, a hair move. Yes. I was like, bitch. So you taking notes. I was like, that was good. You on there taking notes. I said, she did that. She did that. You're using this episode for educational purposes. Yes. So on pole performance alone, alone, I would say watch the episode. When it comes to like actual narrative storytelling, it's all over the place for me. And acting? Act, yeah, and acting. A little all over the place for me. Okay. However, I will say one of the funny things about it, as you know how at the beginning of each episode they say, last time on Scandal, yeah. last time on How to Get Away with Murder. They don't do that here. They go... Last time on P-Valley, y'all. Or they'll go, girl, last time on P-Valley. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, y'all just couldn't this is not on what? bother. Stars. stars. This is on Stars. But it cracked me up when I heard her say, last time on P-Valley, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you just were not bothered with this. So, so funny. I love it. So by that, I would say, I would recommend watching it. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll go back and check it out a little bit later. But as for right now, I'm just I'm gonna choose not to continue. <laughs> but definitely, I will I will give it a fizz because we love new black content, um, and all facets and telling new. You know, I'm all about storytelling and yeah. telling stories, so I'll give it a fizz on that alone. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a fizz based on what I've heard so far. I've heard a lot of great things. And I the haven't bouncer? seen it, um, so I definitely will. Have you seen the bouncer? No, I definitely am gonna check it out though. Tyler Lipley, Lepley, Lepley is his oh, name. Oh yeah, I know him. He's from like he's from like some Tyler Perry stuff. He's done Tyler Perry stuff. I follow him on Instagram. Shout so it's a out. fizz. Okay. Okay. Fizz for me as well. Um, I think that that's it for me. Okay, are you sure? Should we talk about this last thing? Uh, well, we let's can. talk about WAP really quickly. Because okay. I know that's a huge deal. Let's let's get into it. We'll, um, you've got a minute on the clock. How do you feel about it? I thought it was extremely strong video, visual. Um, I love the uncut ver- Like, I watched the video first. And I was like, oh, this I do Same. not like this song. I was like, no. And so then I got into the uncut version. Um, and I was like, oh yes, this is, um, what I needed. This was something that I had been looking for. I didn't know that I needed it, but now that I found it, I'm glad to have it. I actually do not have an issue with Kylie being in the video. It doesn't hurt me. I'm not upset about it. It's fine. I thought she looked really nice and I loved Normani in the video. 
and Suki and all the girls. I thought that that was really a Rosalita. nice piece. I thought that that was a very nice addition. Okay. Interesting. Fashions were on point. Choreography on point. Um, concept on point. So here's what I'll say. Song, don't care for. Video, lit. The girls looked great. The fashions are great. The concept, the brothel, great. Everyone in the video looked great. I think it's very clear that Meg's team has gotten a little bit of a energized boost from Parkwood because we see her performances starting to be well-rounded out. Mm-hmm. Um, Meg is learning choreography. She's understanding that a performance... She's... Why do you say Parkwood, though? Because I think uh, with her collabing with Beyonce... I have not. I've never seen her do choreography until the Beyonce choreo, um, collaboration. Like, yes, she's done her own freestyling and twerking and stuff, but she has not had choreography until um, Savage Remix. Okay. And when she did the BET Awards, was literally probably one of the first times I've seen her actually. I mean, it makes sense. She signed to Rock, Rock Nation, right? So, so I think what she is learning is that to be a full, well-rounded entertainer she is becoming and taking notes. And that I am very, very, very proud of. Okay. Um, I'm Like I said, video was great. The other thing that only bothered me, I mean, I'm not a Kardashian fan, so I don't really care about that. Normani, can you please, whoever is on her team, yes, this is great. You're keeping your face and your name out there in other people's videos. Where's your stuff? Oh. Where's your things? Where are your projects? She's waiting. Waiting for you're, you're gonna wait too long and no Wait's one's gonna the care. Right time. You're gonna wait too long and hopefully no one's gonna she's care. in the vo- she, hopefully she's with the vocal coach. Okay, so now you're being nasty. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm not shady. saying that. No, 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 no. And I don't say that to be nasty or shady, but like, hopefully she's just doing artist development. I would hope like so. You are you are getting ready for. Hopefully, right now Normani is getting ready for what is about to come. She is in training, so like. She's getting, she's with the vocal coach. She's in there working it out, getting that muscle strong so that she can do live a crazy tour and she can do those live performances yeah. when the album does come out. Maybe she's, you know, working with, you know, image or choreography or music. Maybe it's still trying to find the right songs. Like, what is the right songs? When does this hit? Um, and do we want to hit during this pandemic? Like, is that something that we really want when we. You know, I think this is the perfect time because everyone's at home, like consuming I mean, media. Possibly, this is the perfect time to do something like this. So I, I wish her all the best. Y'all know I'm a huge Normani fan. I want nothing from the best from her, but I need her to do something like these appearing in other people's videos. It's a no for me. She's gonna give y'all a Christmas special. And I don't want that. <laughs> We don't need that. We need music. We need content. We need videos. She like, might be waiting for Rihanna. With all of that being said, WAP is a fizz for the video, a flat for the song. For me. I give it a fizz all the way through because the song has some very poignant, poignant um, components to it and some lyrics some very poignant it lyrics spoke to, it. to you huh they really did really did speak to me and i was just like okay wow this is this is there and it's taking this is me to this level 
I thought it was groundbreaking. <laughs> well, good for Cardi and Meg. Um, good for them. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap this up. Give me your takeaway from this episode. Um, I, I I'm kind of just thinking about like your conversation about purpose and kind of like Penelope. Just she's new, y'all. Um, I'm going back and thinking about your like conversation about purpose and kind of re rerouting that to like a couple of the instances that we saw throughout some of the topics that we had today and just like Kamala Harris of like, you know, she had her eyes on the presidential role and like, and still realizing that purpose, being able to evolve and change the plan in order to get there. Um, and then when we look at Morgan Cooper with the Fresh Prince the piece, it's just like, okay, like stay in that race, stay in the course, right? Um, and not letting it, you know, not letting it die out and keeping the momentum. And so just thinking about that and just, um, although it can take a toll on you mentally, physically, of just like it has to continue. I agree with that. It. My takeaway is also, my takeaway is also dealing with purpose. I think what I need more than now um, is a little validation. Okay. I think that's what I need. You're I, amazing. I, I think there are some times You're great. where you can feel like your purpose doesn't matter or that your your purpose is not important or if it even is your purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I think what I need most right now is validation that my purpose is still my purpose. And I say that, and I don't know if that validation is going to come from me or if it's going to come in the form of someone else or an mm-hmm. opportunity. But I feel like I have a good handle on... And that's kind of why I posted that thing on my Instagram about, you know, if it's something that you can't keep thinking about or can't stop thinking about, go after it. And, like, this has been the one constant in my life is my purpose and like what what it is and what that means and how I accomplish that and on what scale yeah and what platform or whatever and so I want to continue to push myself but also reach out to others that will help me get to where I need to be and so I'll leave that there okay um okay where can they find us you can find me on Instagram at Trenton Rashad and on Twitter at Trenton RD. Okay, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. Um, and where can they listen to the podcast? The podcast can be found on several listening platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. So please like, subscribe, share. Um, you can SoundCloud find, as well. Yes, SoundCloud. And you can also find us, the um, the Cold Pop Show, on Instagram and Twitter at Cold Pop Show. That's it. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think your purpose is. Um, if you have um, any ideas or stories, feel free to email us at coldpopshow at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have for today. Okay. We will see you guys next week. Until then, stay thirsty. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, you like that. that was cute. Bye. I'm trying to think of what their names are going to be still. 
I don't know yet. That's why I was like the thirsties. I don't know. No, thirsty sounds desperate. But stay thirsty. We'll, we'll, next episode, we'll have a name for okay, our fans. No pressure. Y'all should. We should let them vote. Oh yeah, if y'all have a name for cold pot like, fans, look, y'all vote. What are? Y'all, what do y'all want to be called? Y'all. What do y'all how do you? Called? How do you identify? How do we want to address you? Let us know. All right, we gotta go. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next Bye. week. Bye.